Greetings. Welcome to Unwanted Answers, a show where we answer questions from the internet where they didn't necessarily want these questions to be answered by us in particular, and yet uh, here we are doing it anyway. Oh, yes. Um, another, yet another episode here in our season four it's exciting. Just a show packed with segments. Just packed to the absolute brim with segments. Yes, you thought this show couldn't sink to any new lows, but we found a way. Oh, you know who? You know who is always in bated breath, hoping someone will sink to a new low. Oh yes. Uh, Why won't you sink, <laughs> Captain? Captain! <laughs> oh yes, the skipper. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's a great start to a show uh, where we start usually with a different segment, um, although I'm sure we, that won't be the last we hear from our recurring characters. Oh, no. Um, or Got recurring some friends stuff of the pod. for them. Yes. And, uh, but before that, and before also before we answer questions today, how about we uh, talk about uh, what's been going on lately? Yes, what has been going on? Have you had any recently going on? Oh, uh, not a lot. Just uh, still staying in, not falling for that, not going outside. It's a trap. Um, <clears throat> it is. I'm still s- just staying in here and um, just uh, I've taken a summer classes, so I don't even get to have a, a quarantine summer. Still have to be on Zoom meetings. Oh yes, uh, but that's about it. <laughs> have they been really piling it up, or are they the cool ones? <clears throat> they have not been the cool ones. At the oh, end no. of the last semester, they were cool. <laughs> this semester, they're not cool. Do you have to still do like the basic useless crap, like stuff that really has nothing to do with your major, but they're still making oh, yeah. you do it? I, I'm I'm taking what I think is maybe my last like useless crap this summer i wanted to get it out of the way it's um i mean it's kind of interesting but it's it's an art history class garden as art where you learn about gardens fascinating um which is probably not going to be helpful to me in the future but i do need to get that elective done or that that credit done somehow did i ever tell you why i thought kindergarten was going to be um just like gardening. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought it was going to be. Oh, because kindergarten? Yes. I thought it was going. <laughs> kinder, you see, you had preschool, which everything was fun, but I thought kindergarten, we were all going to be out in the hot sun with our gardening <laughs> tools, digging holes, putting plants, with the teacher walking around saying, dig faster, dig deeper. <laughs> and way, my, yeah. my idea of kindergarten was child labor. And it, it yeah, was no, you thought, you thought it was this institution where you turn, like, five years old and then they make you do hard labor yes. all day. Garden in the hot sun while we're <laughs> yeah. all sweating and, she, and the um, teacher walks around with a nice wide-brimmed hat, maybe a personal <laughs> fan. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow the world gets a little black and white, but there's still some color. You can still little, you can see a little green <laughs> and red. Yeah. Just... A little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. The end of the long work. The end of the 14-hour work day. Oh, yeah. Where you might get a spot of porridge. You you come home, your parents ask, how was your day in kindergarten? You just look up, 
You have dirt all over your face, cuts on your hands. Just a single <laughs> tear rolls down your face. And then your dad be like, well, that's kindergarten, kiddo. You should have seen it in my day. Yeah. Um, it's also just funny to think about gardening being basically like coal mine. Like, I'm imagining like it's coal mining, but it's gardening. And then, like, um, the mom says, hey, honey, maybe we should um, call, like, the cops. I think they may be breaking some labor laws. Oh, it's fine, honey. It will make him grow stronger. He'll be a wonderful <laughs> gardener, because that's what you want to be, right? A gardener? No, Dad. <laughs> I just want to learn how to read. Oh, man. They but, need to, they definitely, gardeners need to unionize. That's just the reality yes. of it. We're not talking about this, but um, gardeners. Um, anyway, um, I knew that, I, I understand something was going on with you of note. Well, kind of, but not really. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Well, so, you know, during this time in quarantine, you know, you spend a lot of time with daytime TV. Have you yep. have you watched any day- daytime television? Not really. Oh well, they they air some of the best <laughs> stuff during the daytime. Oh From really? Judge Judy to Doctor Phil. Right. But that's true. You know what I've been watching a lot of? Because sometimes, whenever you're stuck like this, it's always nice to know that it could always be worse. Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of Maury recently. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Five days a week, every day at one on our local Fox station. That's been my show. Now, originally, (laughs) I was just going to do a fake bit. But when I was looking through Dear Abby, I did find something. Oh. And so, if we wanted, because we don't have a lot going on right now, do we? Not really. Do you know what one of the most unwanted answers would be? What? An unwanted paternity test. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. So here we go with our special unwanted paternity test. This person wrote to Dear Abby looking for help. And we're going to help this person. I feel good about it. You should feel good about it. This is season four, baby, where we jump that shark and we jump so high it can't catch us. I can't wait. So here we go. Dear Abby, actually really dear us. Yeah. When I was younger, I was engaged to a man I'll call Jake. I was deeply in love with him, only to have my heart broken when he cheated on me, so I broke it off. A short time later, I developed feelings for his brother, Jed. One thing led to another, and Jed and I are engaged to be married in two months. When Jake found out I was dating Jed, he grew distant. I figured it was because he was in shock. Recently, he contacted me and invited me to dinner. Thinking it had to do with the wedding plans, I accepted. When we were getting ready to leave, Jake told me he still loved me and had made a terrible mistake. I had a few drinks, and we ended up having a one-night stand. (laughs) I just found out I am pregnant, and I'm not sure if Jake is a father or Jed is. Honestly, I still love Jake, but he can't keep a job, and I don't think he should he could support me and my baby. What should I do? Should I keep my mouth shut and marry Jed, who has a job and is faithful? 
Signed, Big Mess in the South. So wait, so <laughs> wait, so she, wait. She, this person was with uh, Jed, which first of all, is that a name? I don't. <laughs> Jed. Jed. It's um, Jed Clampett. Okay, not familiar with it. I know the name Jeb. It's um, Jed. J E D. Okay. Anyway, um, uh, so she was with this guy's brother while. She was with Jake, and then they yeah. broke up because he cheated on her. So she got yeah. with his brother. They're engaged. She decided to hook up with the other brother, and now she's pregnant and doesn't know who the father is. And one of her reasons for liking Jed is his his faithfulness, and that's yes. And you, he you has a good job and is faithful. However, she would prefer to be with Jake, but he can't keep a job and couldn't support her and the baby. Interesting. Um, uh, <laughs> this is <laughs> what a situation. <laughs> so, now I want you to pretend that you are Jed, okay? Yes. You are Jed. What is Jed's reaction to find out that his fiance has not only cheated on him with his brother, but doesn't know who the baby's father is? What do you think Jed's reaction would be? <laughs> oh, all, all I can imagine. You didn't think this is, would happen on the show today, did you? <laughs> no, but what I imagine immediately is uh, him being um, upset and just like, what the heck, babe? And then, and then, she, and then she responds, "Well, I mean, come on, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's like gonna be the same DNA either way. You just, you can raise it as your own. That is, that is, unless Jake gets a job, and I'm definitely going back to Jake. Yes. <laughs> oh, we could always do a lie detector test, couldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'd imagine that Jake would come out and he would say, just like the people on this show, Hey, man, you, your wife, she need a real man, not a boy, a man. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and he'd be like, hey, man, that is my sister. Because they sound almost Beverly Hillbillyish, don't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then they could have it be like, um, Jake could say, hey, What's the big deal? Either it's gonna be your son or your nephew. Either way, we just growing the family a little bit. <laughs> oh man! Hey, I mean, she she sits them both down. It's like, hey, look. I, I mean, I know you both of you are, are upset and hurt. You and Jake, you still have feelings for me. And Jeb, I, I cheated on you. But I mean, look at it this way. Either way, both of you are either going to have a son or a daughter or a nephew or a niece. It's win-win, win. It's it's. <laughs> there's gonna be a bright new life in your in your lives. <clears throat> oh, they're probably so excited. And again, I will leave Jed at an instant as soon as Jake gets a job. I will. But <laughs> if that doesn't happen, I'm I'm sorry, Jake. But uh, and <laughs> it looks like it, uh, me and Jed are gonna be raising this child as our own. 
Oh, man. Could you imagine? Oh, man. Jake is just like, well, that's about... Well, I mean, could he be like, hey, man, finders keepers. I found her first. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll name their... Uh, their... Um, their their son uh since jed is basically ted with a j at the beginning uh they'll name them something crazy like 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 tim with a j at the beginning like jim or like yes. <laughs> or um jod or um um oh, what a way jom <laughs> jamus and then the girl could say to jed hey look I know this must be the worst birthday you're, you've ever had, but still, <laughs> <laughs> I think this could be a gift in dis, in disguise. <laughs> Don't think of it like, you, just think of it like, instead of buying, you know, a nice jacket from Walmart, you got from the clearance section at Walmart. It's still nice, it's just not the thing you wanted. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh. Big mess in the South. What will you do next? <laughs> so, you know, in quarantine, I'd like to help some people out. That's what I would like to think to do. Yeah. We have the best way to find out who is the father of oh, yeah, Big of Mess in the South's baby. Do you know how we're going to find this out? How are we going to find that out? Well, through a little thing called Magic 8-Ball. Ooh. We're going to ask that, and it will decide what is, who is the baby's father. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's, let's test the fates. All right. So, before the show, I asked it, and here's what we got. Are you ready? All right. We're first going to test Jake. Okay. All right. Jake is not the fiance. It's the brother's. It's the fiance's brother. All right. <clears throat> All right. In the case a big mess in the South's baby, Jake, you are not the father. And well, Whoa. how do you think Jake would react? <laughs> He'd be like, it's okay. Like, I still we, got a nephew. It's gonna we be had something. <laughs> it's impossible. Got- <laughs> That's supposed to be my baby. That's supposed to be my baby. I had the stronger genes. <laughs> you see these? <laughs> these ain't gonna rip. Okay, I've had these for me for twenty some years. That's All why right. I can't keep a job because I was put on this earth to procreate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was gonna go somewhere, but maybe not. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake, you can't keep a job. Well, I did a job on you when I got you pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. In the case, a big mess in the South, baby. Jed, it came back inconclusive. Oh. Said try again. So we had oh, to try Eugene. again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, which which part? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, we did have to try again for to find out who the father was. Okay. So we tested Jed again, the fiance. Yes. In the case, a big mess in the South baby, Jed, you are not the father. 
Neither wow. of the brothers is what the a father. Twist. What they didn't know <laughs> was that is the that father already oh, was behind was the curtain. <laughs> there already was another brother. I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> they could be like, "Well, who's the who's the bro? Which brother is it?" Well, it may not be a brother. And then the dad comes out. <laughs> Sugar boy, you need daddy to stand in front of your woman. <laughs> it's okay, baby. <laughs> and then they'll be like, "Dad, you're like 80. What's gonna happen when that yeah. baby turns 18? Don't worry, I'm a long daddy can clean up my ashes." Jamis, I didn't know you were here. <laughs> we do have one lie detector result, though. Really? Big mess in the South. You were asked, would you leave Jed for Jake if he got a job? You answered no. The lie detector determined that was a lie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, big mess in the South... Had a lot of thinking to do. Yeah. I think, I'd like to think we helped her. I think so, too. I mean, I think, I think we did. Yeah, that's, just got. And the, and the answer is the, the 80-year-old father. You, you, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, you thought you were going to get a son? <laughs> then you thought maybe a nephew, but now you got a brother. And most guys <laughs> at your age don't get a new brother, so. I know. <laughs> Not only is he your brother, but he's also your stepson. You can't. I mean, it's two for the price of one. You're seriously getting so many connections from this. It's, <laughs> it's honestly, I'm jealous. I, I, I know who. I, this, this is a very close knit family, closer than they probably yeah. should be, but still. Yeah, yeah, very, <laughs> very close. Yeah, very close. And you know what? Good for them. <laughs> this can only make them stronger. <laughs> It's good, you know. It's good to see a family that's close. I know. Could you imagine if <laughs> if if you were like that that um the brother? What would the brother be? It's gotta be another J name. Jim? Did we say yeah. that was the baby's name? <clears throat> Jim could be to um John yeah, the and Jim. Like what? The is father some... is John, and then Jim is the the other brother. Let's imagine they're thirty. Okay. They're thirty, so they were born in nineteen ninety. What's is there anything happening in 2070? 2070? I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. Is there an eclipse happening that year or anything? Oh, in 2075, okay. All right. The ozone layer is expected to have fully recovered. Oh. So you know what? If you were if you were Jim, you could bring up to your brothers, hey, when I am, let's see, if he's born now, 55, the ozone layer will be fully recovered, and you'll be dead. I get to see it. Oh, yeah. You don't. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> He'll also get to see how Mercury will occult Mars the first time since 1708. Also, um, all things from the year 2003 will become public domain because oh. of a new law that will take effect in 2073 that once, or actually, uh, things when the author had died in 2003, that is. Um, <laughs> he can upload episodes of the Office to YouTube. Oh wait, two thousand three—that was before that. Yeah, this, this he would be can when... upload episodes of Seinfeld to YouTube, and he won't get in <laughs> trouble. <laughs> what a that—that's wonderful. 
<laughs> I wish I was much younger than my brother. Of course, I don't have a brother, <laughs> but still, I bring that up yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like, is it cruel? Let's see. When would one of my parents turn 100? Halley's Comet will reach its perillion, the closest point to the sun. Well, oh. I mean, they saw that in 1986, so that's not fair. Yeah. Oh, okay. How about Earth will have 2 billion people age 60 and over? I oh, get to wow. see it. Mom and Dad, you'll be dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you excited? <laughs> I'm excited, but you won't get to. Yeah. Oh, 2067. <clears throat> Assuming no further extensions to the term of copyrights... Copyrights become the law in the interim. All sound recordings fixed before February 15, 1972 will enter the public domain in the U.S. I mean, that's something to look forward wow. to. Wow. I mean, Isaac Newton apparently said the world will end no sooner than 2060, so that's not uh, something I'm looking forward to, but still. Well, no, no, uh, the world will end no sooner, meaning that the world definitely will last longer than that. Oh. I think is what that means. Um, <clears throat> meaning that after 2060, all bets are off. The world might end. Oh, okay. But hey, we'll still get 2060. I'm excited. Yeah. One third of the world's energy could be solar. I mean, that's awesome. Sea levels uh, will rise by 9 to 24 inches. <laughs> well, not all of it's good news. <laughs> no. Uh, the Office for National Statistics has predicted that the United Kingdom's population will be 81 million. I'd like to join that. 81? Yeah. Let's make it 82. Nice even number. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Not too shabby. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited, although I wouldn't get um, too excited about living in the you know 60s or the 70s again because last time we got excited about uh, being in the 20s, uh, 2020 turned into what it was. <laughs> not, not, not a great time. Let's see. What is something we would, we would miss out on? Let's search for the 2090s because we'll, we'll be dead by then. Work in the year 2092, which is when we'd be 99, Work on cleaning up the site of the Oldbury Nuclear Power Station near Thornberry, South Glassburg, England, which was decommissioned on February 29th. February 2012 is scheduled to be completed no earlier than 2092. Hmm. Oh, thank God I don't have to clean up that. <laughs> A time huh. capsule sealed exactly 75 years before is scheduled to be opened. Oh, no. Really? Oh. We don't get to see that. <laughs> what would seventy? What what year was that? It's um. um <clears throat> it said the article was posted in twenty sixteen, so twenty ninety four. Okay, I got it. <clears throat> that that's that's not fair. Now I'm. Well, I don't know. We who who even needs to see a time capsule from twenty sixteen though? I mean, we just lived that. <laughs> but it'll be nostalgic for us by then. That's true by then. Um. <clears throat> anyway, wow. Uh, lots to miss out on in life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 2096 will be the last leap year in the 21st century. Oh, yeah. Man, I, I'm jealous. Well, Sometimes I mean, we'll still I think get Captain America had the right answer in just freezing himself. 
Well, you know, I mean, you can definitely, I mean, if we wanted to really go for it and give those uh, uh, people who are in their 110s a run for their money just so we can see the last leap year of the, the 21st century. It would be nice to be around for, for every leap year. Of well, the every leap century. year of the 20. Yeah, for to live an entire century period would be pretty cool. You know, um, I I don't think I deserve any less than a full century. I think it's not fair if I I mean to yeah. be so close to being like, like we have we were we were born at a time where if we were to live to um over 107 we would be people who fully can remember two or three centuries. Yes. See, that's that, very few people can say that. We're, we're so close. We just got to keep living. Yeah. <sighs> there was a reason to live long. Yes. That's it. It's to see that time capsule. Yeah. The 2016 time <laughs> yes. capsule. It's oh, just a. It's just a Blu-ray copy of uh, Civil War, and uh, <laughs> no one can play Superman. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we move on to another segment? Uh, yes. Is there anything before a question? We have on this day. On this day. <laughs> All right. All right. On this day. On this and there's day. there's a theme now. Yes, we do. I'm very excited. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we can't hear it now, but when this is posted, oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. All right. On this day, June 11th, in the year 173, during the Marcominac Wars, the Roman army in Moravia is encircled by the Quidae, who have broken the... Wait, why did I put this? Who have broken the peace treaty? This sounds awful. Oh, it's just wait. It's just it's just a sad, boring history fact. The Roman army is encircled by the Quadae, who have broken the peace treaty. Oh, here we go. In a violent thunderstorm, Emperor Marcus Aurelius defeats and subdues them in the so-called miracle of the rain. Ooh, he used the miracle of the rain to defeat them. I'd like to think that what he did with his um, with his army was, all right, men, now listen up. Spears won't work. Bows and arrows, uh-uh. Do you know what will get them? These nice super soakers from Hasbro. <laughs> they are going to save our butts. The Roman army will can empire will continue for another hundred <laughs> years. All right, now remember, all it takes is three pumps and you'll have squirt action that will go for five whole <laughs> minutes. Is that not the crux of... Uh, oh, uh, oh, wait. Not War of the Worlds. Uh, aliens? Or, oh, wait. Uh, what's that Night Shyamalan movie? Signs? or I don't um, know. There's an M. Night Shyamalan movie about aliens where they find out that the aliens are damaged by water. Like, they, they, they can't handle water. Do they it. attack them with super soakers? That would be cool. <laughs> Could you just imagine how cool that would be in a movie? And then, yeah. Like, it'll say, like, um, this film brought to you by Hasbro. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> like um, it's, it's supposed to be this ancient Roman army pick. 
And then there's like a bunch of um, like current references where it's like hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What What's another one? Go ahead, punk. Make my day. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like one guy who's just like crazy with his super soaker. You want the soak? You want the soak? You can't handle the soak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. I. That is how the Roman army was ahead of its time. Super yeah, they soakers. were. And apparently they also stopped an alien invasion before we ever knew there was one. Good for them. Pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. Also, on this day, in the year 1962, Frank Morris, John Anglin, and Clarence Anglin allegedly become the only prisoners to escape from the pit- the prison on Alcatraz Island. Ooh. Prison escape. Um... It's like that show Prison Break. Yeah, it is much it is much like that because they broke from a prison in that, did they? I I, I assume they <laughs> I mean if they didn't, the show was a waste of time. It's kinda um, like Lost where they apparently left the island and went back, but it turned out they were dead the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no explanation. Which is what yeah. I've learned to expect from JJ, just no explanation. <laughs> yeah. Um that's about it. But um could you imagine, like, if... Now, John Anglin and Clarence Anglin, they sound like brothers, you know? Yeah. You know, brothers can betray each other, as we learned in Jake and Jed's case. But could yeah, you imagine... they can. If one of the brothers... What, if one of the brothers got left behind, like, John and Clarence... <laughs> what's an old-timey name? Henry Anglin, okay? Henry got left behind, and his mother comes and says... Now, Henry, you know your brothers escaped Alcatraz. They're very good boys at escaping, and you can escape too if you try. Yeah, you try your best. Mom, I'm not John and Clarence. I'm Henry. Why don't you understand <laughs> me? Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying your brothers are good. They escape. They're the only ones to ever escape. Now, how am I gonna look as a mother to only have two of my three boys escape from Alcatraz? <laughs> Maybe if you had been good, they would have taken you instead of Frank. <laughs> and then, um, like he just like cries, like, "Well, you're making it worse." <laughs> and then, and then she's like, "Don't you dare cry in front of those other inmates! You want to get shanked? Is that what you want to do? What what kind of mother would I look like if my boy got shanked in prison?" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the emotional wow. brother Henry. Ah, <laughs> oh, Henry. Always, oh, always tries to escape from the Alcatraz. Always in Alcatraz, he always lives in the shell of his brother. Like yeah. A, hey, that's my food. No, it's mine. Hey, you know who that is? That's John Clarence's brother. Oh, oh <laughs> I, I am so sorry. You tell your brothers I said hey. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then like he like rubs the um Henry say hey look it's the little brother Henry <laughs> <laughs> and when 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 they were escaping um when they're escaping uh they're getting away and then they're and then the uh guards are like quick uh, John's getting away <laughs> and then Henry stops and goes hey I'm getting away too it's not just my brother and then that's enough for them to catch up yeah. <laughs> There's like one moment where he tries to escape and he can't and the and the guard's like, you know, John and Clarence would be so ashamed of you, Henry. 
At least they tried, Barrow, with their skate things. What are you going to do? You you literally just asked me, hey, can I borrow your keys? Come <laughs> on. Come on, Henry. What would your brothers say? Well, I wouldn't know because my brothers aren't here. They <laughs> left without me. They're bringing they're bringing Henry back into the cell, and the, the guards like, oh, by the way, you got a call from your mother. She's disappointed in you for failing to escape. Your brother did a much better job. Yeah, now we you couldn't bro- catch him. <laughs> you know, your brother's knocked over the second bank in Texas. Hmm? What are you doing? With your life? right here in prison. Hmm? You make a mother disappointed, Henry. You make a mother very disappointed. I raised three criminals, and what do I get? Two. Career criminals, one lazy bum. <laughs> swear to God, Henry, gonna make me I swear. To, I swear. <laughs> I swear to God, you know, you, you know, your your brother was you. You were sentenced to only ten years, and your brother was sentenced to life. <laughs> I he mean, still, he was gonna go to death row, and he escaped. Where's your motivation, Henry? My God, it's like I'm talking to my your father all over again. God rest, <laughs> God rest his soul. By the way, John Clarence took care of that for me too. What do you ever do besides just sit around and mope all day? <laughs> <laughs> oh, John <Wow>. and Clarence. <laughs> just, just his whole life, Henry always wanted to be like John and Clarence. Yeah, always living <laughs> in their shop, but never good enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was gonna be a birthday party at the prison for Henry, cause you know he's been a good model prisoner, and then he's he he knows it because they can't hide much in prison. But <laughs> right when they're about to bring the birthday cake out, and he goes happy birthday Henry, there's like a thing. There's another officer runs in and says, "Hey, did you hear the news? John and Clarence are robbing a bank." John and Clarence Anglin drops the cake on the floor and runs away. I'm sorry, <laughs> Henry. We'll, we'll do this later. Just And the cake is just right out of reach of, of Henry's son. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what? They, w- <laughs> they would uh, be great. Oh, I just- <laughs> Okay, on the the second annual Robbie Awards, <laughs> <laughs> they're standing all in a row. The whole family's there, and like nominated for this award for best heist, the nominees are John, Clarence, and Henry, all from the same family. The first time that has ever happened in the history of the Robbie Awards, and the first the other thing that first time in history, two winners. <laughs> Welcome, Clarence and John, <laughs> the winners of the best heist of this year's Robbie Awards. And then you see it cuts to a can- <laughs> you see in the corner Henry's face. He's just shaking his head, and you just tell by his mouth he's unhappy. <laughs> they're up. They're up there holding the the little statue of someone wearing a a a, a, a mask. Um, and they're just like, oh, well, I uh, thank you so much. I, I'd like to thank. I'd like to thank our mother. I'd like to thank Alcatraz for giving us a challenge. Uh, let's see, let's see. Frank I'd who like escaped to thank, with us. Yeah, yeah, Frank is cool. I'd like to thank, uh, let's see. Um, I'd like to thank, uh, I, I don't know, our Lord and Savior. I'd like to thank... Uh, <laughs> and then John turns to him <laughs> and says, And the person I'd like to thank most is Clarence, my favorite brother. <laughs> 
and then, go, and then they embrace the hug and goes, I love you, brother. I love you, too. And then you just see uh, Henry just shed a tear in his cell. And, and the, the camera doesn't even says, catch They're such it. good boys. They're such good boys. I love them. <laughs> so my, my two favorite sons. Mwah, mwah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I think we all live in the shadow of John and Clarence. But Henry yeah. the most. Yeah. There's one time there's like a new roommate who comes and it goes, um he walks into the cell, he's like, Hey man, I almost got away with a murder, but I confess when I learned I was gonna share my cell with one of the Anglin brothers, who are you? <laughs> I'm Henry. God, this isn't part of the deal! I want one of the Anglin brothers. So there you go. That is what happened on this day. This is the episode of family dramas. Yes, it is. <laughs> you can almost call it family feud. <laughs> oh yeah. Do 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 do. Wow. And we haven't even gotten to our first official question. I mean, we answered that important, dear Abby. But uh, yes. Um, I have still with have that the, to get to the penny right here. I recently, this is uh, an interesting what's been going on with me story, actually, while we're setting this up. Um, <clears throat> I recently did a bunch of cleaning. Uh, uh, I uh, My car that I had for, like, uh, eight years or something uh, kicked it, and so had to trade it in. And there was this penny that was stuck in, like, one of the little compartments, like it was somehow melted into it and I couldn't get it. Actually, I think it was a dime. Um, but uh, I finally got it out. After years <laughs> of having this car, I crammed out the penny, or the, the, the dime. I remember it was exact. this little piece was exactly the size of a dime. And um, it was so disgusting that I was like, no person should ever spend this. This is heinous. It's this disgusting, rusted, slimy thing that's been stuck in a car for years. And I was just like, I, I can't legally just throw it away, can I? Like, this thing needs to be demolished. <laughs> oh, I had that happen to me recently. So, so, you know how, like, by the TV, there's, like, windows by there? I yeah. have, like, a lot of my DVDs and Blu-rays under there. Yeah. So my senior year of high school, I ordered online the Captain America movie from the 90s, and hmm. I ordered um, the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. Yeah. Back in 2011. So I put the receipt for those movies up under the window, and they sat there for eight years. Yeah. Eight years. Actually, almost not, because it was the beginning of my senior year. Yeah. So, really, 2011 and 20... That's basically nine. I tried... I decided, you know, I'm going to pick this thing up. And it wouldn't let me, because for some <laughs> reason, it had melted to the actual thing. Oh, God. So, as I lifted it up, I'm like, wait. This is somehow attached to... The wood. I had to rip it up. Uh, so, you have gotten a penny that 
we question the cleanliness of, but it is the yes. trusty penny. And Who what knows we do where here, it's been. it's been around since yeah. 2006. <laughs> yeah, it's been around. Not the cleanest thing, but you know, it's been staying in there. So it the it's been quarantined too, which is the yes. good news. That's the important thing to know. All yeah. right, so let us flip our lucky penny, and as always, you are. I'm always tails. All right, so let us see what will happen. Let's see. Okay. Proof. It is. Oh, no. What? I have been on a streak. This is my season. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Part of me wanted you to win, though, because of the pressure of being on another video. Um, yeah, you better find a good question. Yeah. Whew. I actually do have one that I was... I really like this one. I like it so much that I'm surprised I didn't read it last time, and part of me worried that I did read it last time, but I'm pretty sure I didn't. Um, here's my question. It is okay. a pressing predicament, um, and it is a problem that it uh, should not come up during a quarantine. Actually, this this looks like it was a recent question. What was this person doing traveling? Anyway, um, oh, no. here's the question. Here's the question. All right. After this question is done, we're going to forward it to the authorities, and they're going to find this person. <laughs> yes. <them>. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, here it is. That's the most unwanted answer of all. You thought, uh, hey, I'll ask this question. Maybe we'll get on a podcast then. Yeah. Yeah. Come on out, sir. <laughs> And it is a, a question that involves exposing other parts of the world to something not oh. native to there. So here it is. I accidentally drove a bee 200 miles across the country. What will this bee do now? Well, you know what it's going to do now? It's seen the world. It's grown. It's like it, when they, because bees, I'm assuming, can like age fast, right? They're like Benjamin Button. But reverse, yeah, but they of they, course they speed up. Their lifespan <laughs> is so sped up. That's that's true. That when that bee left, it was just uh, some some like person yeah. like right out of high school, just eh, whatever. But when they yeah. came back from that road trip, how long was it? Uh, it was two hundred miles 200 across the miles. country. And this is this is if this person actually like put a lot of effort into it. I'm assuming they did not. Yeah, but the bee comes back like a like a senior citizen now. Like, boy, let me tell you, if I lived a life, a, life, a better life than anybody <laughs> could ever live before, okay, let me tell you, there's more than just this hive. There's more than just honey nut Cheerios, because, <laughs> because that's what that's all bees have. Because yeah, they, that's the bee. That's the cereal they can trust. Honey nut Cheerios. Yeah. Let me tell you, so many hotel spots, so many, they have more than just Honey Nut Cheerios. Let me <laughs> tell you about Frosted Flakes, Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so sweet they can make the mouth just water thinking of them. <laughs> the, thing, the thing that's funniest to me is I imagine someone, like, um, driving, um, like, 
you know, they've maybe like started in the Midwest. Now they're in like the middle of the, the country or, or something now. And I'm imagining that where they started, they um, there is this this favorite bee that they said hello to every morning. <laughs> like, ah, this bright, sunny day. Hey, hey, Benny the bee. How is it? How is it going this morning? Ah, oh, have a good one. Tomorrow I'll be on a road trip. You stay here. OK. And then they leave on the road trip. They're having a good time. They they thought they they said goodbye. They drive two hundred miles. They get there. They open the door and they see flying out out the door. Wait! <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Betty! No! There's. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of when we were in kindergarten, and the kindergarten teacher had this puppet bee. Oh I yeah. Remember this? Yeah. Wasn't the around. Bee. And then, um, some kid. You may remember this. this was a little traumatic. Yeah, Took I the just bee re- puppet yeah. and started smashing it with their foot. And the teacher goes, <laughs> "What are you doing?" And just, this one stung me. They're gonna, I don't care if it's family or friends. They need to know what it's like. Stamp out yeah. the bee. Yeah, it's just um, a puppet. It's not real. Second, what? Um, one of one of my headphone batteries died, and I had to switch them. Oh um, well. Um. <clears throat> For a moment, uh, you're yeah. like, "Am I going deaf?" <laughs> not, no, um, no, not yet. There's still so much I need to listen to. <laughs> I no. just got surround sound. <laughs> I just put my I just put my life savings into a into a surround sound system, uh, so I could watch. Okay, um, what was I gonna say? Um, oh yeah, we. I remember you. You meant. I think you brought up the the bee puppet before on Unwanted Answers I because did, because because everyone was scared of it. Of it. <laughs> yeah. And then the teacher had to be like, "Oh my god, kids, it's not real. Look, it's it's felt. Okay, not real. Look, it's a fake bee. This is my hand." <laughs> and then there was some kid up. Ew, she ripped its skin off. Oh, oh. my god. <laughs> Yeah. She's a butcher. Someone <laughs> check her basement. There's some, I guarantee you there's a body down there. In her in her basement there's a tiny fridge and inside of it there's a tiny jar with a bee head in it. And yes. there's there's a tiny freezer that has a, just a stinger in it wrapped up. Oh man. Could you that's that's traumatizing for the kindergartners. Yeah. It is. They had to go to the guidance counselor a lot. Who was not very good at her job? Yeah, it was a it was an it was a very unique elementary school to. Uh, yeah, to, let me tell you. After in. after our class, no longer was there a bee puppet. Then there was yeah. the dog puppet, which people were cool with until um, the she accidentally spilled something, and kids thought it was rabies. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh my God! It's gonna bite us! <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bees, man. You, 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 God trust the bees. Although sometimes you really can't. But I think in this person's case, they've made a lifelong bond with that bee. And it's gonna be yeah. with them forever. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> I mean, they could always be like, um, <laughs> one day they'll just be walking when they're like eighty or something. They'll just be walking through the park, and they'll get stung. And there'll be a smile on on their face, and like the wife will be like, "Why are you smiling?" And then he'll be like, "I just got 
a friendly hello from an old friend. <laughs> yeah. No. How do they, you know, honey? I just know. I just know. Quick, yeah. give me my EpiPen. I'm highly allergic. <laughs> they, they, uh, they have a flashback going back to kindergarten, <laughs> and they're seeing themselves as the bee comes out. Ah! A bee! A bee! That's like a montage then, for an end credits. Yeah, ah, and then, yeah, and then it, it cuts forward, and you see them as an old man after getting stung, and they're swelling up, and they're going, ah, a bee. <laughs> a bee. I know that was my buddy. We had a road trip one time, and it was the best. <laughs> so what What was this person's question again? We've gotten really um, sidetracked. Well, I guess what will the bee do now? Um, the bee is going to be your best friend for life. What happens to the bee? Yeah, I know. Uh, catch up to them. Um, keep in contact. Spend every Christmas you can together. Yeah. The bee is going to have a lot of adjourning to do. See all kinds of new flowers. And then when they get, uh, then the, you know, then they're going to go out to the old pasture where the bees go. <clears throat> yes. And you know what? Always bring your honey nut Cheerios with you. Yeah. Because that, that's your connection. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be like, um, like one day they'll be like, honey, what'd you get from the grocery store? Well, I got some Apple Jacks, some uh, da, 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 Wheaties. And I got, what? what is this? What's the Honey Nut Cheerios? I told you never bring Honey Nut Cheerios <laughs> in this house. It's too soon. Honey, it's been 12 years. I love that bean <laughs> way you can understand. See this scar? No, I don't see anything. Well, it's, it's small, but just look, it's there. That's the mark of friendship. Some people have tattoos. I got my bee sting. <laughs> this is a beasting to my heart. <laughs> I couldn't get out my actual heart because you know, highly allergic. That's where the EpiPen has to go. <laughs> I think we found the. the where, where's the bee gonna? What's gonna happen with the bee? It's gonna be with you forever. Yeah, no. Uh, that's the thing is, this bee is never really gonna leave you. <clears throat> and really, do you want to leave you? Because you shouldn't. Yeah. It's there forever. I know it was an accident. I know it was a mistake, but you can't beat yourself up for it. See a therapist. Deal with the grief, but you have to let that be go. Yes. And I think... No one's ever really gone. No. Especially when you look at <laughs> to your quote a, hand. To quote a classic. <laughs> when when oh, you yeah. look at your hand, you see the beast. Yeah. You still like, got yeah, that scar. It happened. Like, they'll just remember the times, like, you know, one time I was, I went to a biker bar, and I thought I was gonna be beaten up. I swear to you, I thought I might die. <laughs> but then yeah. my little friend buzzed around. He got the bikers. <laughs> Let me tell you, they may not be afraid. They may not be afraid of a little wimp like me, but they're terrified <laughs> of bees. Yeah. Hey, boss, I'm allergic. I can't deal with the bees. <laughs> it's just a bug. No, man. These these. These aren't just bugs. They're monsters with little pricks on their butts. <laughs> they hurt. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> yeah, take that with you. I, I think I think the best thing you can do is maybe get a tattoo around your bee pipe. Maybe get it on your yeah. arm and be like, yeah. hey, this or, bee's gonna this bee is with me forever. 
<laughs> or uh, right above your knee so you can point at it and go, bees, knees. And then you go, <laughs> you would have loved that. <laughs> he is so, that is so, that's so him. And then just look out the window and this like for days. And then someone will be like, hey, are you okay? Oh, I'm just waiting for an old friend to come by. <laughs> One day he'll come back. I can't wait. You're outside in the summer and you hear a buzzing and almost in slow motion. Is it, is it you? And, and the, then there's like, like the, the classic uh, musical score that comes and he goes to um, run up to the bee to give it a hug. And he goes, yeah. I knew you'd come back. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. But there, there you go. Yeah. I think this bee is with you forever. But remember, don't get too excited because, you know. Contain yourself and and just deal with the grief. Yeah, that's really one of the morals of this episode. Yes, um, really, this episode is really all about family, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it family is. relationships. Yeah, yeah, family, uh, not knowing who the baby is, uh, sort of relationship with the family. Always living in the shadow of your two yeah. brothers who escaped from prison. Yeah, in a crime family, and then yes. the family you build with your favorite bee. Yes. <laughs> and then, like, someone will be like, "Oh, is what are you? Are you drawing a picture of a bee? No, I'm drawing a picture of my brother." <laughs> <laughs> okay, yep. I think someone needs to go on their medication again. <laughs> with with uh, like the grandchildren, they are opening up an old photo book, and they're just like, "Well, Sony, I." Uh, been meaning to show you this for many years. You know, it's time you know something about your old pop. Uh, opening it up. Well, this, this is a picture of me and my best friend. Uh, wh- where, where are they, pop? Uh, right there on my shoulder. <laughs> um, that little, it's that very spot. very small. You gotta see the yeah. magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Benny the Bee. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When when those gangsters called up and said they were holding Benny the Bee hostage, I poured my whole last savings. When your when your grandma was captured by the same gang and they said, "Hey, give us the money," I said, "No, give me the bee first, and then we'll talk <laughs> yeah. about her." That's not just a bee. That's my <laughs> family. You're taking away from yeah. me. But pops, what what happened to the bee now? Well. It was a summer day long ago. Ah, it was a long road trip. 200 miles away. He's out there somewhere, floating with the flowers. And you know, I don't know why I ever left. Why I ever turned back haunts me to this day. <laughs> and then the kids and the grandkids go, It's never too late, Grandpa. You can still <laughs> go and find him. <laughs> His, like, after he dies, his one request is to, like, be at his casket full of honey so he can know what what it's like to kind of live like the bee. <laughs> Little antennas and, put on him. Yeah. And at his funeral, um, it's, uh, it's, um, not too many people showed up, but it's kind of a, a lot of empty pews. He's laying in there with his bee costume, and in the back of the chapel, like, uh, uh, floating there, holding a cane, hunched <laughs> over, with drooping antenna, 
he stands there. Only one working a, a wing. sheds. Yes, <laughs> one working wing. <laughs> and as everyone starts to leave, uh, he sneaks up to the casket and uh, stings him one last time. <laughs> and then someone comes up with a newspaper and say, Hey, who let a bug in here, SWAT? And of course, the sad, the, the the most traumatic thing about this is because the bee stung him one last time, and it, that would also be the end of that bee. <laughs> oh, um, it's very full circle. I've been I I've been wait when waiting to use this stinger on someone, and now that I've found you again, uh, I'm glad it's gonna be you. So, go in peace. Bye, world. <laughs> so there we go. I think we this B. Yeah, it, it's gonna. This is gonna be a decades long thing. So, yeah, get used to it. Hope you like the constant sound of buzzing and uh, free honey. Yeah, just ta- just appreciate that you have the memories. Yes. All, All right. right. This one is titled "Scared of Fame." I know this mm. sounds like a silly question, but I'm 16. I want to start acting again because I used to do musicals all throughout middle school, but then I quit in high school because I was insecure. But now I'm that I'm about to be a senior and I want to start doing it again, but that's besides the point. So I was just thinking about if I tried acting for movies and TV and actually tried to do it, I'd be scared of being famous, which is what most actors are trying to do. <laughs> LOL. I don't want to regret not at least trying when I'm older. What should I do? Updated 25 minutes ago. I know it's hard to be famous in the first place, but I was just wondering. Yeah, I was going to say that you're a bit ahead of yourself, I think. This person cares about the, um, they care about the art. And, you know, that's really all you can care about. Yeah. You got to be in for the art. It's not just all the glory. Yeah. The fame. (laughs) It's, you know, I always dream, like... Here's the thing, like, I always really dreamed of getting a Nobel Peace Prize. Like, I just thought, you know, <laughs> that medal is just, uh, it, it's beautiful. The, I appreciate the artistry of the medal, but it's just like the, God, it's like the the always being known as someone <laughs> who has a Nobel Peace Prize, like the fame of it, the, the doing good for the world. It's like, ah, it's tough because I really want the medal. There's like a moment. They're like, you know, I just want to act on stage. But yet, when I act on stage and when they start to applaud, I just want to yell, Stop it and leave me alone! <laughs> it's not about me, it's about the art! <laughs> stop it! Just stop pl- applauding me! <laughs> and then, like the one day that we walk in from the down the street and someone will be like hey I saw you on stage you're pretty good pepper spray ah! oh, leave yeah. me al- alone <laughs> maybe they think they're famous and um they're um oh god no not the hiccups oh, no no not at a time like this no <laughs> but maybe they're just like they think they're famous but not everyone else knows. Like, they'll go out to dinner. Can I take your order? Oh, my God. This is so embarrassing. Okay? Try not to make <laughs> a scene. Yes. Okay? I know of all the people you could have t- had taken your order. You're choosing me. And you know what? I will... I'll give you this opportunity to serve me, okay? If that's what you want. Uh, 
This is just my section. Oh, okay, yes, I'm just magically in your section. <laughs> <laughs> and like, um, the, like the principal will come up and say, hey, can we talk after school? Oh my gosh, you know what? I knew this would happen. I didn't want the fame, but the fame came to me. You know who <laughs> might be a good person to help uh, this person afraid of fame? Uh, who's that? I think our old friend, the classically trained, unemployed actor. <laughs> yeah. You don't understand? Life is re the real stage, and the real part is wondering, who am I? <laughs> uh, your fans will come up to you and say, who are you? You must answer with, I don't know, and create the role right there. You don't know. They don't know. But it's the journey of finding out who you are. I I I agree with you completely, and and thank you for the advice. The the thing, it's actually interesting. Before I got into acting, I uh I went into um <clears throat> sort of a certificate program to become a plumber. I embarrassing. It was it was a study role, but the thing was, <laughs> I got through all of it, and there are all these job opportunities, and. Uh, I truthfully just wanted the certificate. I appreciated the typography and the lettering of the certificate, but the the notoriety of having a successful career ahead of me was tr was really troubling to me. So I, uh, I I don't know what to do. I mean, I I feel I fear that in acting I won't be able to escape fame. There's like maybe the guy could the unemployed actor could be jealous. Oh, where I wouldn't give to have fame again. To be able to march out on the stage and have applause from everywhere. Yeah, no. And this guy like, just gets everything. <laughs> he like he'll go to the diner with the girl and be like, "You know, I this is the only place that respects me. You can see my face on the wall." And the waiter comes and says, "Yeah, that's just because your check bounced. Still, it is a role <laughs> I played called check bouncer. I was the unemployed actor who was out of work." Hmm. Very difficult. I had to pretend <laughs> I had less talent than I really do. But I looked inside myself, and I found the role. And I said, I can act. The part of check bouncer. I never written a check before. But I'd gladly do it again for the stage. Does another one of the audience members want to see? <laughs> you mean the wait staff? Whatever <laughs> it is, do you want me to sign my glossy here? Uh, here's a better headshot for me for your wall. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> then later, after the dinner, what are you doing? <laughs> Removing my picture from the wall. <laughs> um, it's okay. You're, it's it's all good. Your check went through this time. No, you don't understand. It's the <laughs> only place people can oh. find me. You know, he's he's <laughs> this eating is where dinner. All the top agents go. <laughs> He's eating dinner with the with the other guy, and the the um, owner of the of the restaurant comes, and is just like, uh, "Sir, you're an, you're an actor, right? Uh, I'm excited to inform you that you are our one hundred thousandth customer, and we'd love to put your picture on the wall." Oh dear, um. Uh, I'm afraid I really would not like the fame I, of. I, I I really please no pictures no <laughs> and then be like. Then the, the the actor across the please, I'll do anything to get my picture up. No, no, this person is a hundredth customer. Oh, sir, do not spurn my talent. 
I came at the same time. How am I? Can just make me <laughs> the, the customer. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want your picture up? No, I, I, I don't want that. You know, I'm in it for the craft, not the fame. I like to follow Daniel Day-Lewis's steps and, you know, make shoes in my spare time. I don't want the fame. I actually got an, an excellent role ahead of me, a, a Broadway musical where I were, uh, were, were to star as a spider. But I, uh, when I heard it was Broadway, I thought, it's too big for me. I'd much prefer, and I requested strongly that we do it in private for the art. I of constantly it. have to turn down movies and television because I'm in it for the craft, and the craft doesn't need to be recorded. It's a one-time thing. You miss it, you miss it. <laughs> well, I am recently doing a one-man stage play. I do it alone, and no one comes, but still, it is brilliant. Oh, that's nice. So, <laughs> it, I guess it's always better on the other side. It is. <clears throat> so, what what can you do this to avoid actually, the thing? <laughs> This is actually another bitter rivalry, sort of. Yes! <laughs> it's sort of related again. Um, They're all connected. The family of the theater. The uh, the craftsmen. Yes, the theater. The family. union of stage workers, essentially. <laughs> um, so, what this guy should do... Um, I just think this person Perform should... in private. <laughs> well, they still want to act for an yeah. audience, but what what mm -hmm. could they do? I don't... Maybe they should just um, <laughs> wear a mask or something. I don't know. Maybe that maybe, would add more yeah. fame. Just go back to, like, um, <clears throat> act in, like, uh, middle school plays. <laughs> yes. So I I think you want to be you want to act. That's the price you got pay is the fame. Yeah, you gotta. Cause you know we know someone who would love who would do anything yeah, for the fame. Love There's someone who has really been struggling uh, in tears almost over it. They don't have a lot on their IMDb on, on their IMDb page. Um, that's for sure. I recently Last actually I'm I'm happy to say that I was. After m extensive requests, I was able to f to uh, finally get my IMDb page page removed. Please, no blue check mark. I don't want that. <laughs> oh dear, don't. I do not want to be verified. <laughs> All right, um, we yeah, let's do a couple more seconds. We already ha sort of had a dear Abby, if you think about it. We did. Um, yeah, but anyway, I have one that could be very fast though. Okay. Nice, um, clean, soft answer. Should we do our uh, Paul's product placement first? Should we? Yeah. All right. Now, this product. Now, as you all know, our mentor, our manager, our producer, Paul. Yep. He wants us to sell some things, especially now because, you know. Yeah. He needs yeah, that he money really real wants bad. us to because like I, I it's interesting because I changed my number I didn't it, but I've I've still been getting tons of messages from an unknown number that I recognize to be probably from him uh, it is written in his voice uh, but it's very strange how he got access to my new number but it's yeah odd. aggressively so I yeah I encourage let's get this ad out 
he's sending us also letters in the mail with um, letters cut from magazines. It's very strange. Yeah, he goes to great lengths, but I mean, we're doing it. Paul, if you're listening, I don't know if he listens to this show. He just is our manager. Sometimes I'll look out the window and I'll see a silhouette and I think, I hope that's Paul. Please be Paul. Because otherwise (laughs) I've got a serious problem. Yeah, sometimes the same thing happens to me and I think either way I might have a serious problem. But, um, yeah, but Paul, if you're listening, like, we're reading the ads. You don't have to be so aggressive. And we have one that I know Paul will love. All right, let's hear it. It's from 1931. It's the Mm. cigarette umbrella holder. Ah. It's the tiny umbrella at the end of a cigarette holder that keeps it safe from getting wet. Oh, yeah. So if you live in, like, a, a rainy part of uh, part of the country, like you're, you're in Seattle or famously rainy, and you're just like, I want to be able to go outside and smoke, have a smoke, and I don't want that to be interrupted in oh, any way. Yes. It's a great, great um, solution. I'm, I'm surprised that hasn't taken off. I think we can, However, we, we can change that today. Paul doesn't want cigarettes because you know we can't advertise our cigarettes so what could this be used for um i see um i almost say it could be used well you know no maybe it could still be combined let's say that um <clears throat> you were screwing around okay yeah. you were with your girlfriend or your wife and just out of boredom you gave her dog a cigarette and now it's highly oh. addicted. Oh, no. <laughs> not, not only can this can this holder uh, keep the dog's cigarette from going bad, but also, if you reverse it, it's a tiny umbrella for the dog who has no hands to hold a regular umbrella. <laughs> now, this girl is probably very protective of her dog, and you're not going to put the umbrella over a dog. You don't want to be the one getting wet, so a little tiny umbrella. Yeah, that's that's you know that's not bad. Um, I mean, uh, how I mean you could I mean if if you're thinking about having candy cigarettes, I mean those might be an even bigger deal getting wet because then they'll dissolve, they'll disintegrate, oh, yes. and you don't want to look like a fool out there with your candy cigarette in your mouth. It starts raining, and it just starts to disintegrate. You're gonna look. It's that's humiliating. So you get, be- the umbrella helps you consume the entire cigarette in a reasonable amount of time. You can pace yourself. You, you know, get There's a, get some a little... guy who is, is like, um, he thinks he's so cool. He goes up to the tough kids and says, hey, guys, looking for, you see anything cool? And he goes, what are you doing? <laughs> I just have my candy cigarette and my umbrella holder. You look like the penguin with that. Are you saying I look like a cool career criminal? No, I'm saying you look like an idiot. Well, the joke's on you, boys, because my candy cigarette ain't going to dissolve. I'm going to have the full flavor. You know, they don't sell these to kids anymore because, you know, they thought they would get them addicted to cigarettes. Oh. I keep everyone very safe. You know what he's sort of, you know what he's sort of like, a character we forgot about? Um, the child... Or baby mafia boss. Oh, <laughs> that, that is right. Um, all right. Um, what's a mafia name? Antonio, it's time to go for your walk. Now, mother, 
Make sure you bring me my tiny umbrella for my candy cigarette. I don't want to get it wet. <laughs> and besides, what, what am I going to do? Just walk around? I need my candy cigarette, Mama. <laughs> well, oh, and, and Mama, and, and I, I, I suggest you listen. If, you, uh, if a single drop of water gets on my candy <laughs> cigarette, then a lot of drops of water get, get on you as you're sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> hey, you ever wonder what dad is? Me neither. Keep your mouth shut. Go give me my umbrella cigarette. <laughs> I took care of him. I can take care of you any day, mother. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, yes, Antonio. I, I, I'll make sure to, uh, I'll make sure that to make you happy. Oh, yeah, but you better do that, mother. It's, <laughs> you want to have a nice walk? You want to have a walk again? Because them kneecaps look like they may need a busting. <laughs> <laughs> no, Antonio, I promise I'll be good. Okay. Kiss the ring before you go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be someone, there'll be some, like, guy who looks at him while, um, the mom is walking in the, <laughs> the mafia kids in the stroller with his candy cigarette and his umbrella. <laughs> and he goes, what are you looking at? You're going to keep looking? You're going to keep walking? Do I have to get tough on you? Yeah. <laughs> you got a smart mouth on that kid. Shh. Be, be quiet. Hey, mother. <laughs> Take this guy <laughs> out. And I don't mean to dinner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Take him out back to the alley and deal with him my way. And he's against and, a new candy cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> and mommy, while you're at it, I'd <laughs> tell Pops to watch it. Because if he, if he uh, tries to... Steal my nose again. <laughs> I'm gonna have his legs stolen. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> there, will, there will be some. There will be like a um a cop that comes up to the uh. Get, oh, maybe he's selling these. For yeah. he's selling the, these little umbrellas for the candy cigarettes in daycare prison. Up, so what what's going on? And the cop will come up. So what's going on here, little Antonio? Ain't nothing, officer. Just, you know, selling little umbrellas. I'm a legitimate businessman, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, Antonio. I see you're selling uh, candy cigarettes. Yeah, just candy, officer, like I said. Legitimate. Yeah. You got a problem with that? Go talk to my lawyer, a.k.a. mother. Oh, one day I'll get you behind bars in juvie, Antonio. Yeah, and I'll see you there, yeah. officer. He, yeah, he has I can't a... wait. <laughs> He has a ring of uh, candy cigarettes and uh, crushed up Smarties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yes, the crushed up Smarties. Yeah. So I uh, hear you've been uh, having crushed up Smarties, Antonio. Yeah. Well, I may check this file. What's this, Antonio? Oh, you know, your address. You're the place your wife works. You don't want a little four-year-old to come in and make a scene, do you? So I, I'd be happy if I were you. You know what I'm saying, officer? <laughs> oh, I see you, Antonio. Um, I'll get you one day, Antonio. Oh, sure you will, cop. I'll sure you will. <laughs> mm. There we go, our little. So that's what you gotta have happen. It's you have you make a deal with the uh, little mafia kid. Yeah. And he will sell those cigarette, those yeah cigarette umbrella holders. He's a salesman. He's per he's persuasive. 
<laughs> he'll come into um an umbrella store. He'll be like, so uh, Mr. Johnson, um, he sell umbrellas. Oh, that's true. So why don't you think about selling, you know, my little cigarette umbrellas? <laughs> uh, that's not the kind of umbrellas I'm interested in selling, young man. <laughs> that's okay. Hey, Daddy, Mommy, rough him up a little bit until he changes his mind. And then he'll come back all beaten up. Okay, I'll sell him. Okay, just so, we, just so we're clear. You did this on your own. And you're going to sell me umbrellas. It's going to be nice. <laughs> and where I come in, I expect a lollipop. Because I am mwah, baby Antonio. <laughs> baby face Antonio. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, yeah, get, uh, commission Antonio, and I'm, I'm sure everything these will, will go the well. Shelves. Yeah. <laughs> He's so small that um, he can be like, he'll be a customer's at the umbrella store. He'll be like, hey, you want to buy a cigarette umbrella? And then the person will be like, oh, no, I don't smoke. Oh, well, you're going to regret it later. Don't say I didn't warn you. You know, you might need some insurance later. <laughs> and then. Yeah. He'll he'll sneak one into the pocket of the person. He'll be like, and he'll go to the shop owner. You know, I think that person's a shoplifter. Get him, <laughs> boys. And then they'll be like, no, no, I didn't shoplift. <laughs> that little kid put it in my pocket. I swear. <laughs> Who, babyface Antonio? He he's a good kid. Yes, I am. Now I'd like my lollipop, mother. <laughs> <coughs> You never cross baby face Antonio. Yeah, you really don't want to. <laughs> Whew. So I yeah, I think it took so, a while. Happy Paul. Yeah, Paul. Quick I don't want any more of your complaining emails. Yeah, Paul. About this. I already got your calls and your texts, Paul. Yeah, Paul, come on, man. The, the, enough snuff already, please. If you'd listen to the show, Paul, you'd know we're doing our jobs. Yes. All right. So, shall we move on to our new segment? All right. Now. Oh, always a new segment. Here's another. Yes. Days into the future. Now, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. I mean, who would have thought we'd do the show like this? Yeah. But for some of our recurring characters, we would like to know what is going to happen to them. Yeah. And so, we had chosen a character at random. And I'm going to ask you to... Well, maybe I could randomize the number. Do you want to pick a number between 1 through 5, or do you want me to randomize it? Um... I'll pick one. It'll be I'll, it'll be interesting to see. You know, in honor of numbers guy, and we'll see. If it, may, it might not be numbers guy, but I'm gonna go with one. One. Okay. Yeah. Now this one goes to Huck. That is the one who was randomly chosen. Oh. <laughs> All right. And the glimpse into the future is that a dubious friend may be an enemy and camouflage. Oh. So, Huck, he could have a friend who's really an enemy in camouflage. <laughs> Who could it be? Is it like Kevin James? That, oh. 
that Kevin James like has a movie out there that Huck would be so disappointed in. He does have a new movie that recently came out that where he does something different that's not comedy. Oh right. Yeah, that's that's he's gonna feel so betrayed seeing that movie. He's like, oh boy, you know what I'm excited for? I'm I'm excited to see the movie Becky. Wait, I got my best friend Kevin James in there. It's a video on demand. It's got Joel McHale. Ugh, he's from Community, man. That's not a funny show. But Kevin James, man, he he's a mall cop. Wait, I'm excited for that. And then he, he goes in there, and um, he, he's so excited. Man, I wonder what high things Kevin James going to get in next. <laughs> and Wait, then, he's going to... And then, like, um, it'll, it'll say, Dude, it's a good thing this is in the theaters, because um, when it says, and now our feature presentation, you'll be like, Wait, Kevin, come on, man, I know you can do it. <laughs> and then... There's um because <laughs> the, the movie's about how um Kevin James is a Nazi trying to look for his dog <laughs> and he's oh. like um, hey, wait my there's Kevin he's got beard and then um when Kevin James turns and he sees the swastika tattoo he's like oh no what is this hey wait. <laughs> no, Kevin, why would you betray the Sandler like that? <laughs> the yeah. whole time he's watching it, just like, um, come on, Kevin, be funny. You know you can do it, man. Just let out a fart, man. Come on, kiss the dog on the lips. <laughs> Give it a little bit of tongue. Come on, just something. This is worse than when I walked out of Uncut Gems. Oh, Kim, come on, man. I could at least forgive the Sandman for that one because he's a legend. But... Come on, man. What about a movie like, uh... <laughs> come on, the Pixels. Come on, go back to fighting. Uh, go back to fighting Pac-Man, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. He's just crying the whole time. Where's Adam Sandler? He thinks maybe there's going to be an Adam Sandler cameo. Okay, we're laying. Where's Adam Sandler? Come on, he's got to yeah. come, right? Uh, you, we cut to um, uh, Huck guest starring on a podcast called Comment Section, and he, he's like... Now I've been a I've been a fan of uh, Kevin James for a long time, and I'll say like I, as far as the next Paul Bl- uh, Blart movie goes, I, they, they need to recast because he has lost his touch. <laughs> it is not looking good for James. Uh, a- I, I, I think they need to recast. Uh, Sandler needs to gain some weight, and <laughs> <laughs> there's also so in the, in the movie it says. That um, that someone fights Kevin James's character Dominic, fends him off long enough for the girl to use a lawnmower to run over Dominic's head, killing him. Oh, he's like Huck. He's had a rough time with this movie because it is not funny. Yeah. He thought like there was gonna be a dog that eats its own poop or something. And he's like, yeah. hey, wait, a lawnmower? This made some slapstick. And then you hear, and you see the blood splatter. Hey, wait. <laughs> And then he he just leaves shaking, because and then he'll re, 
maybe uh, part of Huck's disappointment is he thinks that Kevin, all Kevin James movies are connected. Yeah, he, he thinks <laughs> that this is what happened to Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yeah, the it's the it's the Sandler James uh, cinematic universe, um, whatever that would be, the Grown Ups verse. Yes, he's like, oh no, Paul Blart, what happened to you? Is this because I took away your segue? Come on, Paul, you won. <laughs> and then he thinks, is this how it ends? Is this the end of Paul Blart's cin- cinematic journey? <laughs> I know he changes his name all the time, but still. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> A lot of disappointment for Huck. <laughs> the one day during like Comic Con where it's all, where you know everything's open, he'll like he'll go up to Adam Sandler and S- Sandler will be like, "Hey man, how's it going?" Oh, Adam, and he gives him a hug. No, 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 hug. Social distancing. I'm so sorry for what happened, Kevin. God rest his soul. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he it's a character. No, it's okay, Sam. Man, we together. Come on. Let out me uh we'll both give him a wait. Come on. No, I really don't want to do that hug. No, I'm not gonna do it. Wait <laughs> And then Kevin James comes up and he goes, oh, Kevin, you're alive Oh <laughs> Don't worry, Kevin, you went down a dark path, but I I know there's good in you. We're gonna get you a segue in your mustache bike. Yeah. Uh Poor Huck, a lot of hurt, a lot of hurt, a lot of grief to deal with. Sort of like our good friend the bee lover, but <clears throat> that is true. So yeah, Huck. It was the enemy in disguise. Oh, for a moment I thought it was gonna be Adam Sandler from Uncut Gems, but yeah, no. But I just felt like he would never, he would never feel like he he loves Adam Sandler too much. <laughs> like he would. He would give up on Kevin James. I don't think he'd ever give up on Adam Sandler. <laughs> if, if anything ever happened in Adam, no, in one of Adam Sandler's movies, he goes to prison. Huck touches the screen and says, I will wait for you, Adam, till the end of time, if that's what it takes. <laughs> There's the, One day he'll get a call from the local prison, and they'll say, Huck? Are you Huck? Yes, I am. Hi, this is the Hollywood um, Reform uh, Corrections place. Please stop sending these baskets of food. Adam Sandler is not incarcerated here. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the movie. You ain't gonna fool me. One day I'm gonna break him out. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he can go to jail for that. I don't care if I go to jail. Be closer to Adam. We got so much fun. <laughs> now, uh, a prison high slapstick movie with Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to see that. <laughs> prison break. It'll be like, um, like, um, the guards are trying to find, like, Adam Sandler. And, like, um, instead of, like, smoke grenades, it'll be, like, Fart balloons or something, and, yeah. <laughs> and Huck will be, oh, wait, that's coming right there. <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut to people watching the prison TV, and you're seeing a news report. This just in: 
three individuals has, have escaped <laughs> from a high security prison. Their names: <laughs> John, Clarence, <laughs> and Adam Sandler. And then uh, Henry's sitting there. Dang it! That could have been me. <laughs> they always get all the the glory. My Darn brothers it. and Adam Sandler get all the glory. <laughs> Like, maybe Huck tries to go in and tries to help Adam Sandler break out of prison. And then he'll be like, um, are you Adam Sandler? No, I am Henry Anglin. Oh, okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there you Always go. Always coming full circle. Yes. <clears throat> really, this episode is really connected. It is. It's one of the most connected episodes, and I'm 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 excited for that fact. Um, I think the canon is all meshing together. Yes. <clears throat> so all good. right. Now, do we want to wrap up this episode with our beloved dear Abby? All right. Short and we sweet. Should've. I need I need a beloved familiar segment to close this out. Let's yes. let's end it with this. Let's hear a short can't and just, sweet. Can't just end with a new thing. We gotta end short and sweet. Yeah. All right. All Here's right, dear, dear Abby. Abby. My mother-in-law is wigging out because I allow our two cats and our dog to lick mixing bowls and dinner plates before I put them in the dishwasher. We have an active, healthy family with no allergies, chronic health problems, or obesity. Our house is clean, although I wouldn't eat off my floors. Shoes are left in the laundry room. We have never even had a case of flu, thanks to flu shots, common sense, and probably some luck. Our dishwasher is set to do a long wash with a heated drying cycle. Am I terrible? I failed to see the problem, but she thinks I'm liable to poison the kids. Signed, Wondering in the South. A lot of people in the South rain in. I know. Wait, so she's, is the, she's letting the animals lick the bowls that they just finished eating out of? The mother-in-law is upset because the writer of the letter is letting the animals lick the plates and bowls before they go in the dishwasher. <laughs> That's weird. It's, weird. it's interesting that the per my My thought was not, like, because, yeah, they, they go through the dishwasher. They're getting clean. My thought was that, you're gonna you're gonna poison the the, the animals <laughs> like they don't like you're nasty i i mean i know that especially with dogs people do just feed scraps and stuff but you're nasty like 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 the the crust on a plate <laughs> after you've eaten stuff <laughs> i don't think the the animals need that Maybe it's because um, the mother spent a lot of money on that dog for that family for a Christmas gift, and she's constantly trying to save its life from these incompetent owners. Yeah. We'll <laughs> be like, okay, who wants a chocolate cake? Um, Spot. <laughs> no, what are you doing? I paid $400 for this stupid dog. <laughs> it's all. <laughs> All the time. Oh, should we go on a walk? Okay. <laughs> what are you doing putting that breakaway collar on? It's so he doesn't jump. No! And then the talk will run out, and then she'll have to constantly jump, leap in front of cars to try to save its life. 
<laughs> She's very overprotective. More protective than this. I'll be like, Mom, how come you never put this much effort in saving me? Because you didn't cost $400! <laughs> Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, if this had been in the episode where, or was it two different? There's an episode about someone with a weird relationship with a, a cat and a weird relationship with a dog. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was a theme in at the beginning of this season of this show. Uh, now we've had it where someone is doing all they can to save the stupid dog. Yeah. There's, all, there's like not a lot of concern for the dog. Yeah, no. Just, they'll just be like, okay, go to the bathroom. They'll open the door. What are you doing? There's no fence in the backyard. It's not going <laughs> to come back. No. <laughs> Why is it word? I don't care. Why should I just throw that $400 down the drain and just let you do whatever you want? <laughs> yeah, $300 dog. I'd understand the carelessness, but, but this 400. was 400 that's how you understand I am retired. That's a lot of money I spent on that stupid dog. And why'd you name it Spot? There are no spots on it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thank God you didn't go with your first name of Kitty. Yeah. And the the, the, the worst thing is the Kitty has spots. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> what'd you What'd you name it? What'd you name it? Max. Max. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> and then and that was like, after oh. I told you not to name him Fido. The guy will be like, I thought I'd name it after your father. After your father, mom. Do you think I want my deceased father's name attached to the stupid cat who does nothing <laughs> but lie in the sun all day and cough up balls whenever it sits on my lap? Honestly, I hate the stupid cat with a passion. And you have the audacity to give him my deceased father's name? <laughs> <laughs> that, that cat is an insult to his memory. <laughs> I swear, every day I see that cat, my father turns over in his grave. <laughs> I thank God he died before he gave me that stupid cat. <laughs> because let me tell you... <laughs> He would be so unhappy that his name is given to that thing. <laughs> and then the cat just like, meow. Mom, I thought it'd be nice. What are you trying to do? Push me away? That's my dead father. <laughs> and, and you know, the worst part is on my birthday, you'll say, hey, your dad has a message for you, and you'll put the cat on my lap. <laughs> He's not my father. My father wouldn't be a jerk and cough handballs on me. Do you understand that? <laughs> you, it's the saddest day. You grab the cat's paws and you say, Hi, I'm your father. Meow, what are you doing? <laughs> be good or you'll get a spanking. <laughs> <laughs> then you start spanking me with the cat. <laughs> 
And then it'll be like, um, why did you send this Christmas card of uh, me and my parents, our childhood home, but with your cat's face over my father's? <laughs> you said we don't need the original anymore because this is what your dad looks like now. That was one of the few <laughs> pictures I had of him, and you destroyed it for that stupid cat. <laughs> sorry, um, sorry you don't like Max, but he's... Uh... I paid $400 for this cat. Would you stop calling that cat the patriarch of our family? I swear you can, you could have drive me loony. And then you got to take me to St. Luke's Hospital for the mentally insane. I think that the cat isn't the issue. It's the, the animals aren't the issue. It's that she paid a lot for the dog. Yeah. And you named the cat after her dead father. Yeah. <clears throat> you really twisted things up there. Um, so, uh, yeah, y- y- uh, Spot was expensive, but uh, Max the cat. And you know the worst part is? <laughs> she'll say to the family, now you know my sister has dementia. When you tell her that the cat is her father, she believes you. Stop telling her that. She's so confused all the time because of this sick God. Do you know it's like to see your 88-year-old sister hold up a cat and say, Daddy, it's you. I've missed you. There's a lot of issues that we've learned in this episode that families yeah. have. This is some, yeah, the, another family <laughs> issue. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Whether it's the family that um, is too close, the family of theater, or a family with pets. Yep. There's always dysfunction in all of them. Yeah. And somehow we may have made the problems worse, but I don't care. I think it was worth a shot. I, I think so, too. I think that we've got some, we've got a, a, some really solid advice and some some questionable advice so i think it's it's got all of the it hits all of the points you know for an unwanted it's got all answers the episode. ingredients for a show we wish we could be good yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so with that uh w- wonderful beloved dear abby uh closing us off i think that's our uh episode of unwanted answers yes yeah, so thank you 23? so much for listening uh, 22. 22. Episode 22. There we go. We've now gotten to a whole season of The Flash. Wow. Yes. Impressive. When we started, it was like on season three. Now it's on season six. But still, we got a whole yeah. season. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um... And uh, I hope I hope everyone takes these to heart. I guess the moral of this episode, as we used to do, but there's yes, clearly what is one. the moral of this episode? Family. Yes, family. Whether it's um, from not knowing who your child's father is to a bee that won't leave you alone. Yeah. To being betrayed by a celebrity. Yeah. To naming a cat your mother hates after her deceased father yeah <clears throat> that's drama 
and or um, not being recognized as a, a proper uh, thief or a robber uh, like yes. your brothers. Always in their shadows. Yeah, being a disappointment. Yes. <clears throat> One day, if he ever gets out, he'll look on Wikipedia. It'll be the, um, uh, what, what was their family name called? I couldn't the, remember. That's the Anglin family. Oh. And John and Clarence will be blue, their names. But Henry's yeah. will be in red, meaning there is no article <laughs> oh, about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. He'll he'll constantly write his article, and at the top it will say, this article is being considered for deletion because it is not relevant. <laughs> yeah. He goes into like the uh, the, the notes where uh, p- the editors are like uh, discussing what shit, and there's tons of people saying, like, okay, uh, I can't find evidence of this other brother. Should we just remove this from the page? This is There's not enough to back this up. There's no source. <laughs> There's no sort. He constantly like, keeps trying editing it in. He'll like um upload an image of his birth certificate to show. See, look, we had the same parents. <laughs> yeah, England is 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 a common name, and I don't I don't think we've got it. Let's remove the red link. No. I mean, what are the What are the chances that all three brothers would be at Alcatraz and only two would escape? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, okay, so with that lesson of family, this, uh, I think, a very special episode. Um, I do. I think it's a, it's, it feels like one of those, um, God, what were they called? They were called sp- a special, is that what they were like called, a, special like episodes? Saturday, or like a, I, I know what you're saying, but. Very like special episodes, something like that. Uh... So uh, take that take that with you when you go through your day, everybody. Uh, take those lessons, those answers. Uh, that these people did not ask to be answered in the way that they were answered by the people who answered them. But they got something even better. Family? No, they got our answers. Oh yeah, that's true. That um, that's good too. I don't uh, think that family is a good prize for these people. That's yeah, no, that's probably true. A lot of them have <clears throat> more problems than I'd like with that. But um you did get our answers. Hope you liked them. Uh they were not the wanted ones, but hopefully they were appreciated. Sometimes you gotta say, hey, good enough. Kind good of enough. kind of like what um Henry wishes people would say when they meet him. Instead of the sad look of disappointment that they didn't meet his brothers. That is good enough. And yeah, that's good enough. And that's how I feel about the end of this show. Good enough. Yeah, good and enough. As always, uh there it was. <laughs> <laughs>